we are live. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Great to see you again. My name's Alana Whitaker. I go by Afro Butterfly, and this is the Digital Green Book Podcast. I have a phenomenal young gentleman with me today, Deontay Caesar. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, as you know, Digital Green Book, I love to interview a wide array of people in and surrounding all of the things that I'm interested in. I love tech. I love Web3, blockchain. There's so many things that I'm into. You specifically are in the cybersecurity field. So I was super honored when I met you in uh, Philadelphia at Diversitech. And we just launched off into this amazing conversation about your journey in cyber. And I thought it was so interesting and so phenomenal that I wanted to have you share it with my audience today. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm so glad that I'm here and I definitely wanna share my story with your audience. That's what's up. So <laughs> let's get straight into it. Cybersecurity, people hear it often. I often have people ask me about how do you do cybersecurity? So could you touch a bit on what does the word cybersecurity mean to you and what all encompasses that? Okay. So what cybersecurity means to me, cybersecurity is a big umbrella, right? And we're talking about protecting systems. We're even talking about protecting data, right? So cybersecurity can mean, you know, one day I'm doing vulnerability scans and making sure the database is clean. And another thing could be I can be doing incident response because we just had a security breach, right? But cybersecurity, a lot of companies need it. A lot of, uh, you know, even governments need it, right? Cybersecurity is making sure that we're protecting our systems, we're protecting our information, and we're making sure that we're doing it at a fast pace speed and making sure that everybody's informed. And yeah, that, that's basically cybersecurity, just protecting of assets, protecting of systems, protecting of information. Okay. And when it comes to cybersecurity, there's so many different ways that you can protect these large systems, these businesses, cities, governments. Yeah. What type of cybersecurity do you do? So I'm in a risk and compliance space, right? So risk and compliance is basically you're assessing the risk of, you know, security postures, you're doing third party risk, but basically you want to keep your system safe, right? And then that's when risk management comes in. That's when compliance comes in. You have all these uh, security compliances like NIST. You have your SOC 2s. You have your pen tests. And all of these standards help to keep systems safe and help to keep a standard of security. Hmm. So how does one get into cybersecurity? How did you even get into cybersecurity? Okay. So let me, let me take y'all down a little bit of a road how I got into cybersecurity. So... Um, I'm not a traditional cybersecurity, uh, you know, career type of guy, right? I came from counseling, right? And I think this is going to be good when I talk of, when we talk about emotional intelligence. But I came from counseling, and you know, one day uh, this is like 2019, actually. This is 2019. I'm already I'm okay with computers, but I'm not what I am today, right? So I'm doing counseling and. I like it, but it was very taxing. It felt like, you know, I wasn't able to uh, give a lot. You know, it, it really felt like for me and no disrespect to any counselors out there. It felt like I was washing a car in the rain. And I was just 
you know, lost, wrench, repeat. Like I didn't, I couldn't really make an impact that I wanted, right? So um, I started looking into uh, IT programs. Um, I started looking at YouTube. They have like a lot of uh, Google's uh, security uh, videos, and I was like, you know what? I want to give IT a shot. It started with IT, right? So the first thing I did was uh, I went for my A plus certification. Right. A plus is going to be your baseline certification for IT. Right. It's for help desk it's for a break and fix. And pretty much I was like, OK, this is pretty cool. Like I like computers. I like, you know, uh, fixing operating systems. I, I love troubleshooting. But then cybersecurity came in the picture. So hmm. I'm going to walk you through when the pandemic came. Right. Hmm. Pandemic came. We were stuck in the house. And I'm like, there's nothing to do. And on YouTube, it was all these cybersecurity videos just come into my algorithm like, oh, wow. Like, it's a lot of videos. I just started watching the videos. They talked about cybersecurity. And then I watched a, a podcast, right? The podcast had a panel of uh, Black people in IT. You know, these people mm. at really good companies and made six figures. And, you know, they said that, you know, IT is not the easiest job. Cybersecurity is not the easiest job. However, if you practice at it, if you work at it, right, if you acquire the knowledge and the skills that you need, you know, you'll be able to progress through your career. So I was like, well, I don't have to go back to school. I got to get these little certifications. That's, that's it. So I did that. Um, um, I got started, right? So I got my A plus certification. I got my net plus, I got security plus. Um, I got my Amazon AWS certification, um, my Dell certification. And, um, you know, I was- How doing long that. did it take you to get all of those? Oh, those, man. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, it took me like a year and a half. I was like, just banging them out. Like, I'll be honest, that's just how I work, right? Other people, it may take like a year or two. Right. But if you're hungry for something, you're going to go get it. Right. And mind you, I'm getting these certifications. I'm working a day job and I'm working a night job doing security. Right. I'm, I'm doing a lot at this at this point. Right. But mm -hmm. it was the hunger. It was the vision that, you know, someday this is going to pay off and I'm going to get that cybersecurity career. You know, it's not even about the money. It's about the career and the impact that I can make. Right. Um, you know, I did that, and then I, I started at help desk. Um, I did help desk, and then I went to. I did a, a junior cybersecurity position. I did a shadowing position of my uh, cybersecurity analyst um, at my previous job, and then I have the job that I have now. So it's really just a, a, an amalgamation of uh, skill sets, networking, um, and making sure. Yep, networking, right, and making sure that you have a plan. A plan is very necessary. You need to draw out where you need to go and you need to understand what are the steps to get there. Hmm. When it comes to a plan, because what I find when I talk to people, they feel like there's so much information out there. They don't even really know how to reverse engineer because they don't even know what destination that they should choose. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like your path, while a typical was pretty linear like you knew you wanted to wind up in risk and compliance or did you sort of happen upon 
the type of cybersecurity you're doing now? Okay, so yeah, so pretty much I knew I wanted to go in some type of risk management, right? Risk management is very so it's not traditional hands-on that you're 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 on computer systems and typing all the time. Maybe some aspects, right? But risk management is more hands-off, it's more like understanding your security posture. Um, you know, you're sitting in on audits, right? Uh you know, you have to make sure things are in compliance, right, with uh, frameworks that are out there, right? And mm-hmm. things that kind of led me to it is, like, you, you do your research, right? You, you watch people on YouTube and you say, all right, what they're doing seems very interesting and I think I want to go into it. You try it. It's like uh, trial and error, right? You may, try, uh, you may try being a developer for, you know, a month. Like, okay, let me know if I can learn this code and, and uh build something or you may try AI for a month and you say, nah, it's I like it, but it's not really, you know, my my thing, you know. And then you you go to risk and compliance, you say, okay, well, I can sit on audits and you know I can take notes on uh, about our risk assessments and things of that nature. That's usually how it sticks, right? And that's how it stuck with me. Okay, that's pretty cool. So one of the other things I wanted to ask you a bit more were about the certifications. How how did you find out what you needed? Is it that you looked at the role and they sort of told you what you needed or you mainly went off after things that interested you? Yeah, so um, it could be um, different things, but um, for the most part, you start with what's the beginner certification of where I need to go, right? And usually that's going to be your security plus, right? Your security plus is going to be the will, right? And then that will is going to take you to different parts of cybersecurity. If you want to go to incident response, if you want to go to digital forensics, if you want to go to risk and appliance, if you want to go to threat vulnerability, uh, that's going to be like your steering wheel. That's going to be your basics, right? But then once you get into your career, you start to look at, okay, where are the other people at at the top? Right. So the lead, if I'm in risk compliance and someone's the lead auditor, right, you start to see what certifications they have. They have may may have a CISA, right? Um, they may have a CISP, right? And I, I, I tell people, do your research about these topics because I'm not going to explain what these topics are because it's a lot. But, you know, they may have like a CISP or a CISA certification and say, OK, this is what I aspire to do in the next five years. And these are the steps that I'm going to take. So it's usually um, just a combination of seeing where people are at and making a plan to get there and also doing your own research, right? The internet is there. YouTube is there. They have videos that'll tell you, you know, what you need and uh, what are the steps you need to take to get those certifications. That's fair. That is fair. But Mm -hmm. I guess as we're watching the traditional legacy educational system change in front of us, used to be back in the day, come out of high school, go to a good college, get a four-year degree mm-hmm. and wind up in some sort of role, possibly mm-hmm. had a pension. You were yeah. good. Mm-hmm. The labor market has drastically changed and the educational market has drastically changed. Mm-hmm. A bit before we hopped on, you were touching on how, uh, how you may arrive in cyber may be different. You might not go the traditional four-year route anymore. So what what do you think to someone aspiring to do what you do would be the best way to learn how to get into cyber? Okay. So 
if someone was to start, right, they had a fresh start, they didn't know anything about cybersecurity, right? The first thing I would say is go on YouTube and look at the day in the life of a security engineer. Look at the day in the life of a uh, a coder, a software developer. Look at the day in the life of a, a, a auditor. Look in the day of the life of you know all these cybersecurity positions, and see which one interests you. Right? Does it interest you? Does it pique your interest? Do you want to build AI uh, solutions? Do you want to go into manufacturing, manufacturing computers and chips? See which one resonates you, resonates to you. Right? Boom. Right? Then. I would get the basic certification, your old trusty CompTIA Security Plus, right? You, you get that certification, and then that's, like I said, that's your will, right? And then the next couple of things you could do, right? Always do your continuous learning, right? I cannot stress this enough, right? When you get into this field, right, it may not be the easiest thing. It can be hard, right? But you want to maximize your time in cybersecurity. So what do I mean, right? Continuous learning, make sure that you're doing modules, make sure you're doing training, right? Making sure that you put in those lab hours after work, right? After work, right? A lot of people, they shut off the laptop. They're like, oh, I'm done. But if you want to be, uh, if you want to get ahead, right? If you want to be above average, right? You want to do those extra modules, those extra trainings, right? And that's going to propel you into the positions that you want, right? Um, I'll give you a quick story. Like um, I met a 19-year-old uh, the other day, right? And he's got his Security Plus. He's got his uh, AWS uh, security certification. Um, you know, he's 19. He didn't even have to go to college. He's doing well. He has a job already, right? Me and him are neck and neck in, you know, comparison, right? And it's just very amazing that, you know, I could talk to him and reach out to him and say, like, look, by the time you're my age, I just turned 30, right? By the time he turns 30, he's going to be a, a CIO somewhere, right? Uh, that's a chief uh, information officer, right? He's going to be somebody big, right? But it's just about that continuous work, right? Cybersecurity right now, since the landscape is so huge, um, technology changes at the speed of light. Um, you know, that traditional four-year degree, that traditional associate's degree, right? You don't necessarily need it, right? Now, is it um, is it a factor when you get hired? It can be, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, right, cold hard results, cold hard facts, uh, you know, will reign supreme, right? If you can do the job, if you can do it well, you you know you'll be successful. So that's 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 my advice to someone that wants to get into the field, right? Figure out what you want um, to do. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. When, when it comes to displaying your skills is what yeah. you're getting at. Like mm -hmm. for a full stack developer, they may build out a GitHub or some sort of repository where they can showcase things that they've built in their free time. What does yeah. that look like for a cybersecurity individual? How can you display or take initiative to show the job like, hey, here's some things I'm capable of doing? Okay. So, I mean, if you're a full stack developer or... You know, you're making websites and you're producing large amounts of code, right? Um, if I understood your correction, uh, your 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 question properly, how can they display what they've done? Is that what you're saying? 
how can someone like it's easy for a coder to build out something and show, hey, I'm a coder, look at the stuff I've coded. Yeah. But for a cybersecurity person who may want to go into the field that you're doing, how mm -hmm. could you sort of what's comparable to that? Oh, okay. What can you display to show? Hey, here's my cybersecurity skills. Like, say you didn't have the four-year degree, which mm -hmm. may be a weighing factor in you getting hired, yeah. but you're you have your certs and you're like, here's some of the skills I can do. What what sort of things could they preemptively build or show in a cybersecurity interview? Okay, cool. I'm glad you answered that question. I mean, I'm glad you asked that. Um I tell people when they get into the field, you know, have a demo, right? Or have a website. Right. And show your work. It doesn't necessarily have to be full scale projects. Mm. Right. But it could be like, you know, what conferences have you been to? Right. Have you tutored other people? Right. You can show, um, you know, have you ran some vulnerability scans on certain IP targets? Right. You can write that down and show, you know, interviewers. You can show people on LinkedIn like, you know, this is the work I've done. Right. I've also done. You know, um, I've deprovisioned old uh, operating systems off of legacy computers, right? You could you could do those things, right, and show your work, right, and that makes you uh, different from who your competition is, or it just really sets you apart, right? So mm -hmm. making sure that you have a demo, making sure that you have a project link or a website is something that can help you, uh, you know, in in the field. That's pretty cool. I'd never even thought about a cybersecurity demo. I'm so used to yeah. coders having something that they build out, but that makes a lot of yeah. sense, like yeah. showing the security features on a website. Yeah. So a bit of what I definitely want to get into is the more emotional intelligence-based side of cybersecurity. People don't often think that the two go hand in hand um, because a lot of people, when they think of cybersecurity, they just think of people on their computers and I don't know, defending the world from these ransomware attacks and all these other things. But could you touch a bit on, because you mentioned you got your start in counseling um, when you were going for personal counseling and it sort of led you to cybersecurity. How does personal emotional intelligence and cybersecurity go hand in hand for you? Well, um, emotional intelligence is important. Uh, like you said, the job can be very stressful, right? We have deadlines, we have priorities, right? Sometimes you may not agree with certain policies. Sometimes, you know, you just don't want to talk to people because you just, you're just like, uh, I'm, I'm tired of y'all. It's like, it's too much today, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding where you are emotionally can help you say, all right, well, I need to go for a walk, right? I need to go for a walk and relax and kind of just come to grips with, you know, what I need to do today. Um, you know, I need to calm myself down and take some breathers, right? Emotional intelligence also helps with coworkers as well, right? You know, your coworkers may not be having the best day, right? They may have had an argument with their partner or, you know, someone has, uh, you know, in their family has, you know, um, had a rough day and it's gone on to them, you know? So, um, understanding that you can say, all right, if my coworker is not having a good day, let me see if I can take a little bit load off their plate and help them with some stuff. Or, you know, if they need to go for the day, um, you know, I understand I'm not going to be mad at them. I'm not going to just lash out because I'm stuck with all this work. Right. 
So having that emotional intelligence really helps kind of put things in perspective and then you make better decisions. Hmm. So when do you think that you started really getting mm. great emotional intelligence? Do you think it's something that you had far prior to cybersecurity or was it something that you had to cultivate in yourself? Oh yeah. I had to cultivate that. You know, we're not born perfect or anything like that. Um, it took a lot of, you know, self-therapy, a lot of self-discovery as well. Um, but then, you know, talking to other people, right? Understanding how other people, uh, how they work with their emotions, right? It's a thing that uh, you have to continuously work on, right? So, uh, you know, I, I would say that I didn't have it. I didn't always have it, but I've worked hard to cultivate it. I even take classes, right? Take classes online. You can use online resources where, you know, let, let me take a class on emotional intelligence or let me take a class on, you know, um, on, you know, therapy and mind mindfulness and, and things of that nature. So, yeah, I would say that. Would you say the general culture is emotionally intelligent? In cybersecurity? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say 100%. I would say maybe like a good 75%, you know? Okay. Now, now we can say there are some people in cybersecurity where it's like, you know, head straight to the laptop. I'm doing things. I'm clicking buttons and, you know, I don't want to talk to any customers. Right. Then you have your customer side where, you know, you're talking to customers every day. And you have to understand where your customer is coming from. You have to understand, you know, where some pain points of that nature. So. You know, it's something that needs to be continuously worked on. And even in cybersecurity, you have positions where people may come in and work with the team on emotional intelligence or understanding how to work with others. Right. So, you know, if people get burnt out and there's too much stress on the job, that opens the door up for mistakes. Right. Mm. Mistakes could be, you know, um, accidentally press configuring uh, a wrong setting on a cloud platform or mm. mistakes could be like, you know, um, you know, you put the wrong input uh, for an answer and, you know, you may not meant to do it. You may, you, you didn't mean it, but, you know, you may have been so burnt out that it happened, right? Mistakes mm. can lead to a lot of data breaches. So like I said, 80% um, of the job is managing uh, people, managing humans, right? 20% of the job is clicking buttons and typing stuff. So, you know, that uh, emotional intelligence is a big need for the industry. And if you even have people who come in that are working on their emotional intelligence, that's a plus. That's a, that's a, that's a good plus And that's a really good soft skill to have. What are some things that you think that we could do to encourage it in our so it bleeds over into work in our personal lives. How could we encourage emotional intelligence more and not to make it a gender thing, but you know, there is the stereotype that um, men don't have as much time or ability to get mm. in touch with their emotions because so it's not socialized to be yeah. that way, to be in tune with your emotions. So what are some ways that you think as a man that men could get more in touch with their emotional intelligence? 
Yeah, I'm happy you asked that, you know, because, you know, I've had that experience as a man, um, you know, growing up, you know, you're told, you know, not to show your emotions, don't put your heart on your sleeve and, and, and things. So, you know, um, ways that men can do that is understanding, you know, why that emotion is there and, you know, how to react to it. And the, and one of the best advice uh, my mentor told me is that if you get angry, flustered or upset, right, and you want to make a decision right then and there, stop right there. Think about it for at least an hour, right? Think about it for an hour and say, you know, what are the consequences? You have to think more logical, you know, what are the pros and cons of what I'm about to do? A lot of people have gotten themselves into trouble and gotten themselves in unfortunate situations because they react right there, right? So even if you're on the job in cybersecurity, man or woman, right? You may want to be like, hey, this is I don't I don't agree with this. This is not right. You want to lash out right then and there. But what you do is you say, you know what? Let me think about it, you know. Why does this feel unjust to me um, or why does this feel unfair or, you know, why are they building this out when they can build that out? You know, you want to really just stop and think. And that really helps you with your career you know, as a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you've had that experience and you've been able to cultivate that side of yourself more because it was so refreshing being able to have that conversation with mm-hmm. you. Um, a question from the audience. To what extent do you see in your organization where information security impacts velocity or I guess the speed with which threats are being handled, I suppose? Yeah, I I wish I could answer that question, but I I can't answer that. No worries. Um, So then my next question would be, do you have any heroes in cybersecurity? Like, are there any people who are well known in the cybersecurity field that you look up to? for the type of work that they do? Are there any um, authors that you like to read their works more than others? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when I was getting into cybersecurity, uh, there's a guy on YouTube, his name is Professor Messer. Professor Messer. Messer. Yeah, Professor Messer. Professor Messer, he he teaches A+, Security+, Net+, but basically he does all that for free. You can learn a lot of things from him, but you know, I first person that uh, you know I started learning from from cybersecurity. Uh, really, really uh, you know stand up guy as far as like the material he puts out. I don't know him personally, but you know he helped me with my journey cybersecurity. Another person is my mentor. Is a lot of people I look up are, are my mentors, right? So the next person is his name is Damian Simmons. He uh, is my mentor. Uh, you know, my family, we're all from Bermuda and, and Damien is from Bermuda, works in Bermuda, uh, just gave me the game when I came into cybersecurity. He told me, you know, what to look out for, what to study, uh, you know, what what some of the fields are in cybersecurity. So if you're going into cybersecurity, get a mentor. A mentor is uh, really good for, you know, just your development and cultivation of cybersecurity. And the last person who's my hero in cybersecurity, his name is Dr. Gerald Osier, right? So he does uh, a daily cybersecurity threat briefing on YouTube. Uh, never met the guy. However, he's impacted my life because, you know, I, that's what I use to stay current, right? 
We talk about staying current in cybersecurity. You have to learn information daily, right? You have to understand what are some the new technologies coming out, what are the new threats, um, you know, what, what, who are the new key players in the industry? And uh, Jerry Ogier, uh, he has his daily threat brief, and I learned a lot from him. So hmm. those, are, those are my heroes right there. That's what's up. I'm actually look into all those names because I actually do rewatch all of these, and I think that's so dope. So as we're rounding out, I have a couple of more questions. What are some goals that you have in the cybersecurity space? Like, what, where do you see yourself going? Are there certain certs that you want to have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm also I'm looking into like some Amazon certifications. So you have your solutions architect, you have your uh, machine learning that that talks about you know AI and, and things of that nature, but uh, my ultimate uh, certification is the CISP, CISA as well. Uh, those are like the, the high level certifications that people aspire to get. Um, it costs a lot. It costs a fortune to take. So, you know, try not to fail them on the first time. <laughs> so, like what's a fortune? Uh, it costs like a couple thousand to take some of them. Some of those certifications. Uh, yeah, I do want to say uh, cybersecurity certifications, they're not cheap, right? Um, you can go to um, uh, boot camps, but boot camps, you know, they may cost you a fortune. They may or may not be reputable, right? But, you know, um, certifications, I went to certification and self-taught route, you know, I'm like, maybe I, if I drop like $5,000 on my own investment, that works for me. But, hey, it, you know, different things work for different people, Um but yeah, those certifications, like I was saying, CISA and CISP are on my radar. Those Amazon certifications are on my radar. Um, I already have one. So um, yeah, that's that's that. Um, my ultimate goal is uh, I want to teach 1 million Black children uh, cybersecurity, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, we're doing software development or how to get in the industry, or we're doing risk and compliance. That is my goal, right? I live by that. I'll die on the hill about that, you know? So um, that's something I want to do uh, in the in the near future. And, you know, I'm looking definitely for people to give me more advice about that. Um, and yeah, um, a lot of what I do today now, um, I'm on TikTok, I'm on YouTube, but I give people cybersecurity advice. I say, you know, the, what are some things to watch out for? What are some skills to develop? Um, you know, it's it's all just for the people, right? I do it for the people. I make sure that, you know, I was taught cybersecurity by my mentors. Um, I was, uh, you know, I worked hard to develop my skills. I think that it's my duty to pass it on. So those are the things that I'm working for um, in the future. I'm proud of you, Deontay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And look, I'm proud of you. This is this is amazing. This platform is great. Thank you so much. It it really does matter so much because we live in an era and a time where people are tired. They're, you know, they're taxed. They're doing, they're putting forth a lot of effort to mm -hmm. see their dreams come true, be it through entrepreneurship or mm -hmm. just trying to find their way in the traditional work environment. And it's it's a rough environment for people yeah. going through the traditional route of work as well. And yeah. to know that there's people doing meaningful work like yourself and they found a foothold in it, 
And for you to want to be able to give back and educate people in what you do is, is phenomenal. It really is phenomenal. But uh, I'm proud of you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the next tech conference. What are you planning on going to coming up? Uh, I definitely want to go to Afrotech. I'm, I'm looking at Afrotech. So, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Austin, Texas, first week of November. I will be at Afrotech as well, so I will hey. definitely see you there. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But no, y'all take take a minute and follow Deontay on TikTok. This is his screen handle there. Um, um, thank you for everybody tuning in. It's predominantly men up here watching you today. Yeah. You got their attention with the cybersecurity. But I also want to just add this last thing. Um, you know, if you're looking to get into cybersecurity, it's absolutely obtainable. You know, I got in the industry within, you know, three and a half years. This is about to be my fourth year. But, you know, uh, when you're cultivating your skills, remember this, just always continue to learn, have a love for learning uh, and, and make sure when you get into the industry, right, you're not here to be an average guy, an average, average woman. You know, you want to make sure that you're maximizing your skills. You want to make sure that you're putting the best effort you can every single day because it's going to pay off. Right. Just think about it like this. Like you want to be like Michael Jordan. You want to be like Kobe, right? You want to come in because, you know, cybersecurity could be a thing for you where it's like you do it, you do it for 10, maybe 15 years and you're like, all right, what's the next venture, right? But you want to earn as much as you your potential is worth. And, you know, you say you want to put it in real estate, say you want to put it into schools, say you want to do cybersecurity and, you know, consult, do some work on the beach somewhere, you know, but when you come in, do your best, you're going to have ugly days and you're going to have very beautiful days, but, you know, just keep working at it. You know, it's always a field that is continually evolving, continually improving and, you know, make sure that you are talking to your mentors. Right. So, yeah, that's my message. If anybody wants to get into cybersecurity, you know, please feel free to message me on LinkedIn. I'll be happy to get some tips. That's what's up. Hey, y'all, take take advantage of that offer. Connect with Deontay on LinkedIn. You know, I stream on LinkedIn and YouTube. So just take a minute to follow him. Uh, it's very generous when these people offer their time and their mentorship and their guidance. So hit him up. Oh, one more comment here. Thank you so much for the reminder to stay hungry and to remember that what we're hungry for. I personally needed a reminder of the bigger picture today, and this was it. Congrats to both of you on your careers, and thank you for sharing your words and time. Thank you, Mariah. So, yes, absolutely. Thank you, everyone. The replay will be available here on LinkedIn and on YouTube as well on Digital Green Book. And I'm so grateful you were here, Deontay. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Yay. Bye. Doing my exit dance. <laughs>